Welcome to Porter Wright's Antitrust Law Source. Good afternoon. Uh, this is Jay Levine. You're the moderator of Antitrust Law Source um, and the podcasts that go along with it. Uh, I'm very pleased uh, to tell you today that we have actually a few uh, people in the room. Uh, let them identify themselves um, as well, but it, this will demonstrate the kind of interdisciplinary approach we bring to privacy matters. And what we really wanted to do is to um, kind of tell you about what has been going on in privacy and data security in the uh, past few months and uh, give our perspective on what you might likely see in the next few months. We are now going to turn it back to a, uh, somebody from our litigation department um, and I will let Anna introduce herself, but uh, I think she's going to give us kind of an update on what's been going on by the federal agencies. So, Anna. Thanks, Jay. Um, my name is Anna Crawford, and I practice at Porter Wright primarily in the litigation department, but I do a little bit of uh, government relations work. And uh, the update today is mainly that there are several agencies trying to get into the data protection field, and there are a lot of different standards and. Um, in which they're trying to uh, argue should be the best way to regulate data protection. And they've started to criticize each agency uh, back and forth a little bit. Um, but first, we'll start with the Federal Communications Commission. Uh, the FCC released its proposal for privacy regulations for broadband providers. And their plan would require opt-in consent for use and sharing of their data um, if the data was not collected for purposes of providing communications-related services. And under the FCC plan, providers will be able to use the content of the communications for internal and affiliate marketing without opt-in consent. The FTC came in and criticized the plan, um, saying that it only regulated broadband providers, whereas ISPs and other service providers would not be subject to the same rules. They also said that data should be protected on sensitivity um, and not and consumer preference, not who happens to hold the data and what purpose it's being held for. Uh, they also recommended changing the definition of personally identifiable information, the structure of privacy notices, and breach notifications. So that's not finalized yet. Um, but we'll wait and see if any of the FTC's criticism is taken uh, con as constructive criticism by the FCC. Uh, also, there's a new government contractor regulation. Um, it's a FAR regulation issued by the Department of Defense, General Services Administration, and National Aeronautics and Space Administration, um, that's 46 CFR Parts 4, 7, 12, and 52. The effective date is June 15, 2016. And the regulation requires contractors to take actions a prudent business person would employ to protect uh, federal data. And the scope includes information provided by or generated for the government other than public information. And there was a lot of critique of this rule because uh, commoners were concerned about the broad application. Um, in response, the agency essentially said, well, 
we're intending for it to be broad because it's only the most basic level of safeguarding. Um, however, applicability of the final rule is limited to covered contractor information systems, which is systems that are owned or operated by a contractor that process, store, or transmit contract information. So something to be um, to know if you happen to deal with any of these government agencies as a contractor. Can, can I ask you a question? Uh, what yes. would a prudent businessman employ? <laughs> well, they didn't really say what right. that would be <laughs> is the issue. Um, there was not really any guidance as what a prudent business person would employ. So that's still a reasonableness standard, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see what that might be once uh, there's some enforcement actions taken. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna let the case law flush that out, huh? Yeah, the only guidance it says was that um, they're generally employed as a part of a routine routine course of do, doing business. So that that's still pretty vague in terms of uh, what that might be. And then the SBA also um, put out some non-binding guidance on cybersecurity vulnerabilities. Um, they're particularly concerned about uh, medical devices, so one of the examples would be um, a heart monitor or a blood glucose tester with um, access to the internet, the internet of things and medical devices, you might say. Um, the FDA is recommending that companies stay up to date with cybersecurity developments and potential areas of exploitation by participating in information sharing and analysis organizations, um, though at this point, no best practices have been established. And though the guidance is not yet finalized, it does state that failing to address vulnerabilities could be a violation of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetics Act, so it looks like there could be some enforcement actions taken um, if a company does not keep up with cybersecurity developments by the FDA. Mm -hmm. uh, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau also uh, took steps to uh, an enforcement. It released its first unfair, deceptive, or abusive act or practice um, enforcement action for allegedly deceptive statements about data security practices. And the CFPB imposed a civil small civil money penalty against a small payments company and stated in the enforcement action that it expects regulated companies to implement certain data security processes. The CFPB also stated that it may take further enforcement action in the area of data security. And at this point, the CFPB has issued very little specific guidance for what data security practices companies should follow and if not in have not stated what's reasonable or an industry standard. So uh, that still leaves companies with a lot of room, much like the FAR regulation with, they're not really sure what's reasonable um, or what the industry standard could be. Right. Well, I, I would uh, just tell you from personal experience, that's not um, altogether surprising since the CFPB is staffed by a lot of ex-FTCers and it has always been the FTC policy to kind of let 
these reasonableness uh, types of issues be developed case by case through enforcement actions as opposed to kind of setting a standard via guidance. So the fact that that kind of mindset transferred um, is probably not altogether surprising, but um, maybe frustrating. Yeah, it may be frustrating for companies who are trying to look for what the minimum standards are, what the best practices are at that point. Right. Um, the other organization that recently uh, released its enforcement action was the SEC. Um, the big news is that SEC fined Morgan Stanley on June 8th, and the penalty was a million-dollar penalty for failing to protect customer information. Um, the order found Morgan Stanley in violation of the safeguard rule when it failed to adopt written policies and procedures reasonably designed to protect customer data. And what happened here was a Morgan Stanley employee was able to access and transfer data from 730,000 people to his personal server, and that data was then hacked by third parties. So another what? example of enforcement. Why did the employee transfer that data? Was was he, was he or she intending to do something bad, or did they just want to work on it at home? Actually, Marsh uh, was the employee, and he was sentenced separately and criminally convicted for the breach and received 36 months of probation and was required to pay $600,000 in restitution. Um, Marsh conducted about 6,000 unauthorized searches on the bank's computer system, according to the government. And so it was not just a, an accidental um, event. Sure. There's also some uh, legislation that is pending currently. Uh, right now, there's the Email Privacy Act, and the bill was passed by the House in um, April, but its success in the Senate is currently unclear. The bill itself would amend the 1986 Electronic Communications Privacy Act, which prohibited a cloud service provider from knowingly divulging a government entity uh, the contents of any communications and electronic storage. Um, and the government then will be required to obtain a warrant prior to providers disclosing the contents of email and documents stored in the cloud. Under the current bill, providers will be able to notify users that the information is being released unless the government gets a court order stating otherwise. And the SEC actually came out uh, and criticized the bill. They're concerned about having to obtain um, a, a warrant because because the SEC is a civil agency, they wouldn't be able to obtain a criminal warrant to reach emails only available from ISPs when records are deleted or destroyed. Mm -hmm. The SEC is suggesting that these documents be available by court order, not just via a warrant. And we'll wait and see what happens um, at this point. We're not sure if the bill will move in the Senate or not. Um, so it's just a waiting game at this point. And then and at the state level, um, Illinois had a bill, SB 1833, which was passed by the Illinois State Senate in April of this year. 
or of last year, it was also vetoed by the Illinois governor in August of 2015. So this bill would have expanded any definition of breach to the most expansive of any state, including medical information outside of federal privacy laws, biometric data, geolocation information, sensitive consumer marketing data, login credentials for online accounts, and the bill would have required entities storing this sensitive information to take reasonable steps to protect the information and post a privacy policy. And one bill at the state level that was signed into law and will become effective in July of this year is Tennessee SB 2005. And the notification requirement will be triggered for the loss of either encrypted or unencrypted data. And it, Tennessee is actually the first state in the country to eliminate that safe harbor for encrypted data um, for data breach notice obligations. Um, the bill is also interesting because uh, entities subject to HIPAA are specifically excluded from the act. Okay. Um, so if I'm getting this, the right sense from everyone, there's not going to be a U.S. federal um, notification statute. The EU is going to fail. Okay, every state's going to come up with their own definition of what's personally identifiable information and what's covered. Do I get that right? Well, that's yeah, you've gotten that right. Yeah, is that nods all the way around? Okay. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed this cheerful discussion of what, uh, of what uh, is going on in the privacy and data security world. It is ever-changing and it is, um, you know, you sort of obviously need uh, to stay on top of things. Um, but uh, who's going to enact the legislation? Who's going to have the enforcement? And it also looks like every U.S. agency wants some hand in enforcing the people they govern. So um, that will also be um, very interesting as to whether they ultimately come up with different definitions of what is reasonable data security procedures. I gather they could rationalize that because it depends on the industry they govern. You know, what may be, what may be work for healthcare may be something different than works for banking and something that works different for retail. But I guess we're going to uh, we're we're going to see. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed. This is Jay Levine, um, the moderator of Antitrust Law Source. Uh, you can reach me at jlevine at porterite.com or at j a y l l e v i n e um, at Twitter um, or obviously on LinkedIn. And Anna, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, my email is a crawford at porterite.com, and I also am not on Twitter. Okay. I like it. The two youngest lawyers in the group are not on Twitter. Um, I love it. Uh, uh, thank you guys for, uh, for participating. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. Take care. Porter Wright Morrison Arthur LLP offers this content for informational purposes only as a service for our clients and friends. This content is not intended as legal advice for any purpose and you should not consider it as such. All rights reserved.